Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. The payments technology company, which was co-founded by the original man behind Twitter, Jack Dorsey, is enjoying significant growth in Ireland, and the executive director of Square International, Jason Lawler, joins us now. Jason, we'll be discussing Square and its growth within the Irish market, but first, I'd like to get an insight into your own background, and in particular, your experiences with both Barclaycard and MasterCard. Thanks, Carl. Delighted to be here. Prior to... Joining Square, as you say, I was at MasterCard, did a couple of roles with MasterCard, where first role there was to head up MasterCard's operations and business uh, in Ireland. Joined that company in 2013, um, did about four years in that particular role, had great fun doing that, um, and then went on to look after a, a kind of a digital partnerships business that we were bringing out in Europe, where we were looking to get... Um, I guess, closer to some of the big tech companies that were starting to emerge. Um, and then, as you say, prior to that, I was working for Barclay Card. I'd spent almost seven years in London. And, uh, you know, the roles in Barclay Card were extremely interesting. There was uh, kind of two startups that I worked for within Barclay Card. The first one was about creating a loyalty platform uh, that was going to sit between our consumer and our merchant business. And the whole idea was that we were going to drive value uh, to the to the uh, to the merchants that we were working with, as well as the consumers that were holding Barclay cards in their pocket, and I kind of looked after the commercial side of that, everything from sales, mark, uh, uh, business development, account management, etc. So, did that for a couple of years, um, and then we went on to start up a new business, which was about uh, setting up a digital offers platform. And again, I looked after the commercial side of that business. So, had great fun doing that. Uh, great working with a big brand like Barclay Card but also with the autonomy of being part of a startup with kind of like-minded entrepreneurial type people. You are now the executive director of Square International, but what appealed to you about joining the payments technology firm, which was set up by the Twitter founder, Jack Dorsey? Loads of reasons to want to come here. I had set a kind of career goal that <clears throat> I wanted to be part of a company that was looking to uh, kind of launch its European business out of Dublin. Um, Obviously, due to Brexit, those opportunities increased. Um, but during my time at MasterCard, I uh, was fortuitous enough to come across Square on more than one occasion. Um, you know, I had been working with them, and uh, I think the, the mutual appreciation grew over time and an opportunity came up to join the company, uh, and I loved what the company stood for. Um, you know, Square was born in 2009 out of necessity, uh, you know, created by both Jack and another guy called Jim McKelvey. And Jim was a independent artist. Uh, he was unable to sell a piece of art um, because he couldn't take a payment online. And it kind of bugged him enough that he wanted to try and fix it. He was lucky enough that he had a good friend in Jack Dorsey and they concluded that the answer lay in the power of the smartphone because the view was if the smartphone can be a map if it can be a book library or a music store, surely it can be a payments processor. Um, and the intention here was to create a product that will allow small and micro businesses uh, to be able to engage in commerce in a way that they've been prevented from doing before. So starting out with that particular vision, Jason, who ended up being the client base? Yeah, great question. So we, we the original kind of focus area was think about all those micro businesses. Think about 
you know, what we see a lot of in Ireland today that was never a thing when I was growing up, but was the farmers markets and just a single kind of uh, person, kind of small business. Um, so the intention was to be able to say, well, you shouldn't be prevented from doing business or selling your wares or products or services just because you can't get access to the payment system. So it started with on the, the focus areas was the micro businesses, right? And like I said, you know, over time that just grew exponentially. And we did a few things then over the intervening years where first thing we did was we took the business international started in 2009 in the States. We went to Toronto in 2012 in Canada, headed off to Japan to Tokyo in 2013, crossed over to Melbourne in 2016, and then into the UK in 2017. And obviously, we've been in Ireland um, since last year. But over that time, the product set grew. Um, so as I said today, we describe, describe ourselves as an omni-channel commerce company. But that basically means that we're providing products now for merchants or sellers, as we, we, we call our customers, of all shapes and sizes. And those products range from everything from hardware, um, in-store payments, uh, online to software as a service. Of course, in recent weeks, we've heard numerous worrying stories about tech companies here in Ireland cutting jobs. Now, talk to us about recent developments in the tech industry in terms of what you're seeing. Yeah, the first thing I'd say is my heart goes out to anyone that's losing their job. Right. Um, we've all got families to, to to look after, and we've all got um, homes to protect, and it, that's not an easy thing to do. And as someone who suffered at the hand of um, the 2008 recession when I was in London, you know, I know exactly what that feels like. So, you know, genuine uh, sympathy and indeed empathy for anyone that's been affected. The way that I think about this is, um, it's about all about. It's not all about, but some of it is about what you can control and some of it is about what you can't control, right? And the things that we can't control as business leaders, um, particularly in this industry, is is the macroeconomic climate. So if you think about the trend over the last six to seven years in tech in general has been um, the access of readily available money. You know, we've had historically low interest rates for a long period of time, particularly when you think about the Fed rates in the U.S., and what that created um, was a trend towards high growth uh, very quickly uh, over time because that money was cheap to get and easy to get access to, right? Uh, and that was a trend. So what you're starting to see now uh, is due to rising inflation rates and interest rates, a compression of that trend back to a more of what I would describe as a focus on on profitable growth, right? So. Lots of investors paying way more attention to the bottom line and the importance of that as opposed to just looking exclusively at the top line in terms of your revenue generation. Um, so I think um, I think that's an underlying trend that has been, um, I would suggest, a large cause in what you're starting to see in terms of some of the stories coming out of, of, of tech world right now. Um, as business leaders here, uh, we will spend a lot of time making sure that we fully understand those micro or sorry macroeconomic conditions to ensure that we're making the right decision. So um, that's an uncontrollable, right? And you hope that you have the systems in place and you hope that you've got your business set up in a way that can react and defend against those conditions. And Jason, talk to us about the idea behind the experiential store, which Square operated for the month of October here in Ireland. Yeah, that was a great 
uh, that was a great experience. Um, that was at 47 Grafton Street. So we had that for about three weeks over the, over the, over the uh, October period. So on the night that we launched that, um, I was lucky enough to be there and I, I got the opportunity to say a few words. Um, one of the things I spoke about was the fact that when we launched our business back in the May time of 2021, um, never really got the chance to celebrate that in a meaningful way because we were doing it virtually, right? So you have the virtual celebration, but it just wasn't the same. It wasn't the same thing, right? And so that was a great opportunity to get out and meet some of our sellers. And we had five sellers operating out of prime real estate on Grafton Street. The intention there was to give those sellers a chance to get into, you know, a very expensive part of the retail space in Dublin uh, coming into the Christmas period. Uh, you know, we we took the opportunity uh, to get in a diverse group of sellers. Um, and of course, those sellers were using our our, our, um, our hardware, uh, our payment solutions and a few, a few other bits of our software. So um, we just wanted to ensure that we were giving those sellers the chance to experience that. And uh, the feedback today has been, you know, extraordinary. And again, thanks to those uh, sellers that we worked with. They were um, great fun to work with and uh, we really enjoyed our time there. And what are the future growth plans for Square and what will this mean for its presence here in Ireland? I like to say we like to keep a steady hand on the tiller. We don't get ahead of ourselves and we don't get too excited. Um, there's core principles here of control what you can control to the best of your ability um, and be able to react in the best way possible to the uncontrollables. Um, so what that means for our growth is we're we're in this in this country over a year, uh, you know, same in France, and, and just coming up to the year anniversary in Spain. And all we want to do is focus on continued steady growth, uh, engagement with the seller community, and more importantly, I think taking the opportunity to continue to iterate on the product and the solution that we offer to the market uh, by just you know listening to those sellers that we serve. So it's about continuing a steady growth story, keeping in mind the macroeconomic, macroeconomic headwinds that are, are affecting us all right now. And in advance of this interview this morning, I was just doing some research on Jack Dorsey, of course, Square's founder. And what I read was that one of the most important contributions that he makes to his companies is getting out of the way so employees can get the job done. Is that your experience? Yeah, I mean... You go back to one of the first questions you asked me, why did I come to work at this company? And so many great reasons ranging from, you know, trying to be part of that story around creating some sort of empowerment for sellers. But I'd focus on the word empowerment. Um, from Jack Down, um, you're encouraged here to be creative, imaginative, and most importantly, execute against your ideas, right? So... As much as possible, we try to not get into a consensus-driven culture. As much as possible, we try to decentralize on our execution and our decision-making. Um, that's a tone that's come from the very top, um, and uh, it makes it a really exciting place to work. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Jason Lawler, the Executive Director of Square International, and I wish the company every success with its plans for continued growth here in Ireland and beyond. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast.